Malcolm, good to see you at Autosport Show. I detected a limp. Now, what was all that about? Oh, I've been... Um, well, I've had another operation. I've had to have a bone graft from my um, from my hip into my foot. Wow. Um, basically, I developed... A, I had a complete ankle joint, as you were, four years ago. Mm. A complete ankle joint replacement. Um, and then, basically, around was it September, October time last year, I started to get a lot of pain. Mm. Uh, when I was, if after I'd been relaxing the first time, I put weight on my foot, sort of thing. And they went back to the surgeon in London, then found that a, a cyst developed, which was like 22 mil by 18, just basically all the bone away on my mm. my talus on my foot where the joint was mounted to. Um, so I had to have a bone graft from my hip into into my foot. Uh, so they took a chunk of bone to give the support because obviously it was very little support. And then the, the the bone marrow out of my hip as well to hopefully make the bone grow. So hopefully I'll know in six months whether um, it's decided to um, work or react which whichever way. Mm. I mean, obviously the cyst must have been a bit worrying as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was just like looking at... Um, on the scan, it was just like looking at a, a, a snap crunchy bar. Just all the bone was just eaten away. Mm. Um, so of course, I had to clean out, get rid of all that um, uh, to take it back to sort of solid bone before they did the, the bone graft as well. Otherwise, you're okay physically. I, I, I funny if I saw young Mr. Steele, he looks remarkably fit. I thought. Yeah, nice no, fitter than me. He can still do his marathons and what have you, but. <laughs> my days of doing marathons have gone well I've never really been there but anyhow I was going to say did you ever do a marathon probably not <laughs> no no also can I just say it was great to see obviously the guys at Autosport International apart from seeing yourself and obviously John um, likewise lovely to see the new car design for 2020 Phil Dixon's a real talent isn't he when it comes to graphics and of course he's already won an award um, off the back of the last season hasn't he as well yeah um, no, he's great. He's um, he comes up with some fantastic stuff, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, and it's I mean I think the nice thing is we make a, sort of a radical change every year, so um, it sort of it works really well. And obviously, I think it was in some respects homage to Francois Delacour, wasn't it? Yeah, that's where it all started. I mean, uh, basically looking at that. Um, that car for that season uh, was where he got his inspiration from, really. Because he came back, what, 2013 to Monty, didn't he? Uh, I can't remember. We we did a couple of, a couple of years with Francois, I think. Uh, it was 13 or 14, maybe, possibly. But yeah, yeah, 13, he had a reasonable result. And 14, he's unfortunately retired very early on on the rally on the, one of the years. But I can't remember which year, to be honest. But a very talented race rally driver, of course, from France, like there are so many from France, aren't Yeah, they? I mean, he was, was very sad. I mean, he should have won the World Championship in, um, was it 93? I think it was 94, whenever it was, 94 probably. Mm. Um, yeah, but, but sadly he had an accident where he broke he, where he broke his ankles as well, so mm. in a, road, in a road, road accident. So, you know, he won more rallies than anybody else that season, but uh, sadly didn't win the championship. And this was basically just before you took over management of the World Rally Programme for Ford, is that right? 
Yeah, it was a couple of years before, I think, yeah. The 97, like wasn't it, if I remember rightly? In 96, we got the contract, but 97 was our first year, yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, obviously, we know where it's all gone from there. And uh, obviously, we hope it's going to move forward from here on out. Um, also, interesting, finish lineup. We've got, uh, we remember Miko, we remember, obviously, Marcus. We obviously remember Yari uh, driving for, with Fords and, and with you at uh, M Sport. But of course, obviously, produced uh, uh, manufacturer's titles, which was great from that point of view. Uh, but, I mean, it's good to see uh, two young Finns. I mean, Timu, obviously, is very much part of the team. And another young man called Escapeca, uh, Lappi, EP, as he likes to be called, um, moving across from Citroën to join you guys. And uh, uh, a great move for him, but also, I guess, in many ways, for you, the right person to sit in alongside Timu. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, it takes me back, you know, two two fins again. I, I was trying to think what's, what's, what, how, what was the good points and what was the bad points <laughs> from the, the previous uh, time with, with fins. But no, I must admit, I, I, an, an EP, in all honesty, is one of the few guys that I've never really had anything to do with. But uh, I have to say, when he came here to the factory in, in sort of November, December time, then... Um, I really have a, a good feeling, and of course he's already won a world event. But I think he really fit in well to uh, to our environment, and certainly the the testing side seems to be working very well between uh, between him and Timu. So they've done some testing this week, have they? Uh, not this week, but they have done some Monte Carlo testing already. So um, they're uh, yeah they're ready to go. EP is very happy with the car. So let's see. I mean, uh, okay, Monte Carlo's always a difficult first event for anybody. So mm. if the weather conditions are dry, then it makes it a bit easier. But uh, which I think it is at the moment. So let's uh, let's see. Another young man who's going to face up to the challenge is Gus Greensmith. I was I was somewhat alarmed to see uh, Gus his, his finished blonde hair. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's probably trying to join in with the with the. With the <laughs> I don't know whether he thought he was probably going to help his rallying this year, maybe possibly. Um, but no, it's it's good. It's it's great to see Gus progressing and the chance to you know get in a WRC car for a reasonable amount of events. Mm. Um, he showed great great pace last year when he did step in on the three events they did. Mm. But of course now I think it's a it's it's a real case of trying to. Sort of consolidate and get some solid um, performances under his belt, and then certainly in the second half of the year, probably look to to ramp that up to. Um, but I think it's important for him to get some finishes under his belt in the first half of the season. Also, looking at WRC two, of course, we've got uh, we've got a young young man called Reese Yates, who uh, obviously is a young guy who's come into the team. Uh, is it the first season for him? Obviously, in WRC two, is it with the Fiesta? First time in being part of the of sort of the of the WRC2 team. Yes, I mean he's done obviously the odd events before, but um, you know he's got a really good program put together. And uh, it, again, yeah, it's it's certainly probably the youngest uh, driver lineup we've we've ever had. I mean, average age of what 25 or something like that. It's probably something like that because even Adrian Formo, he's only he's 23, 24, so. Now, Adrienne is interesting. Adrian Forma, uh, Formo, is that, is that how we Formo, say it? Formo, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that you're very, I'm very conscious of, the fact that he's Rally June. He's a graduate from Rally June, and we know about two other Frenchmen who came through the Rally June series uh, to combine quite a lot of titles, World Rally Championship titles between them, yes? 
The two Sebastians, that's correct, and that's where Adrian's come through the same uh, the same system, which obviously the French Federation, the FFSA, operate very, very well. And, uh, yeah, he, Adrian's done a few events with us last year in different categories of cars, so we're, it's a big step for him, to be honest. Um, I mean, it is a, you know, a really big step, so we just need to try and keep the, the pressure off him and trying to let him to get some experience and get some finishes under his belt. But presumably you're looking at him for the future as much as anything else, aren't you? Yeah, for certainly he's uh, one that we're definitely looking at for the longer term. And also Matt Edwards, I mean, he's going after his third British Rally Championship title, obviously in a Fiesta, but again, uh, a success story on the British so- on the British events, basically, and well, apart from which they go obviously to Ypres as well, don't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we wanted to, uh, you know, obviously with the British Championship being so close to home, I mean, uh, we've supported it, obviously, for the last sort of uh, couple of years. So, um, yeah, it'd be great if Matt can go and get the get the hat-trick. Absolutely. In the meantime, also, talks about upgrading the engine on the uh, World Rally Championship car, the w, the, the main uh, main protagonist as far as the cars are concerned but I mean what, what about the upgrade I mean how how effective is that going to be and how how much work have you done on it so far uh, it's something that you know we're, we're, I, we're certainly very excited about it's uh, we've had great support from Ford from the technical side from the US and they're doing a lot of modeling and simulation so it will certainly we're hoping that it's um, that it's uh, okay it's very difficult to make a a big step now because obviously everything is so so sort of on the limit but certainly by the work that's been done um the and the the test results that we've seen already is very very encouraging um and of course we hope that that is will give us that extra little bit that we need to, for our for the guys to be able to you know at least challenge for some victories in uh, throughout the season Absolutely. I mean, Toyota, obviously, including Elvi and Evans this year, they've got obviously Bastian Auger there. Um, strong team there, obviously, looking at uh, Hyundai, uh, Terry Newville, obviously a very successful uh, driver. He's done very well over the years. And, uh, and likewise, um, you know, your, your com- combination, if you like. Uh, but we don't have any Citroen this year, which is in many ways a great shame, I guess, isn't it? Oh, it is a great shame. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, we you know it's 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 a it'll be a big miss to the championship. I mean, literally, it'll be sort of three manufacturers now. So, mm. but having said that, you know, it's um, I think you know most of the teams are running three cars, so it's still going to be a very very uh, competitive championship. And I'm I'm sure there's going to be a few fireworks between uh, Thierry and Oit in the same team. So. Um, it's uh, I'm sure it's not going to be short of spectacle and drama. That's for sure. That was interesting. I mean, thinking about always coming from obviously from you going then to Toyota, then moving to Hyundai. Interesting that he sort of, in a sense, has moved within three teams in a very short space of time in his career. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think we'll definitely hold the record. Even by the time he retires, I think he'll have spent more time with us than anybody else if he keeps uh, playing <laughs> musical chairs like he is. Absolutely. Um, I just hope there's going to be a chair for him when he actually gets to stop. You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, he'll be very, very strong. Obviously, we saw last year how uh, how strong he was. So, mm. but I think also some interesting battles there. 
what's it now, what I think, what I see as being the nice thing is the fact that Oid came obviously through through his career in the early days of his career through obviously through M Sport and, and to a very large extent. I mean, you in a sense sort of started to round off the talent that became the world champion last year. Yeah, um, yeah, we've done it um, a few times, and uh, well, we're hoping that we can do the same with the youngsters that we've got now that's, uh, that we've got on board. Mm, absolutely. But in the meantime, obviously, a lot to look forward to. Meantime as well, I caught up on the fact that Oliver Jarvis is coming back to the Bentley program, which is interesting. Yeah, we've got uh, one one of the Bentleys has got an old British lineup, And of course, we're really pleased to uh, bring in Seb Morris, who's been uh, driving in British GT in Bentley. And there's obviously one British GT before. So it's uh, we want to create this ladder of opportunity as well within within Bentley doing a similar sort of thing to what we do in rally so um that's uh, I think you know that gives real encouragement to young drivers to think that they can see that they can progress up and get into the factory team um and obviously that's what we're we're doing with Seb so we're looking forward to working with him as well as three as I say, three Brits in one car um, and this is the Bentley Academy they're talking about basically in bringing young drivers through yeah, that's that will be happening in um, events with with um, with Stuart Parker. Yeah, his, his team's running that. Um, with with again with with another three young guys that hopefully you know in maybe one of those guys will develop this year and we, they'll be able to step up into the into the factory team. Absolutely, twenty-one. And presumably also customer Bentley, um, if you like, uh, teams there there they're there and and being involved in in the series as well. Whatever happens, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, made a big step in, in fairness. Uh, we'll have more customer cars out this year than, than we've ever had, which has always been the target to have, you know, Bentleys in customer hands. And they're really pleased to see that um, there's been a, a, a big uptake for um, for the 2021 season. Um, so we're going to, you know, we are going to see more Bentleys competing than, uh, than ever. So that's a real, another positive step. Fantastic. And is 2020 going to see the actual evaluation centre launched, or is that on, on, on hold for the time being? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's all, uh, yeah, the, the plan is they're flat out on the building at the moment. I don't know how many people's work now. It's a pretty <laughs> significant amount at the minute, but no, it's on schedule at the moment to be sort of completed by September. So, Fantastic. Um, everything's uh, on track at the moment. And the prospect, that particular uh, evaluation centre, how do you see it developing? How do you see it being used as far as you're concerned? Um, I, the, the main thing is, I mean, obviously we want to attract um, major manufacturers to you know, use the facilities because uh, we will have as good a testing facilities as probably you can get anywhere else in the UK. But I think the, the added advantage that we will have is that we can give total exclusivity to a manufacturer if they want to come and do something in, in secret, whereas there's nowhere else in the UK where you can mm-hmm. actually do that. Um, and of course, we've got industry standard test track, and then not only that, but we've, of course, we've got all the facilities on site that if anything is needed for engineering, design, manufacture, it doesn't matter what it is, then um, again, that is another unique feature that, that we will be able to provide. And you were talking about having a hotel on site as well. Is that is that going ahead? Uh, we're still in discussion, but yes, we're uh, we're uh, we've got planning permission passed, but we are now looking, to be honest, to increase it to from sort of 65 beds to 120. 
Um, so that is uh, ongoing in discussions at the moment, but uh, hopefully that will uh, that will be the last thing, to be honest, that we can uh, actually get on the site. So um, in many ways, you can't uh, you can't complain about the success story behind M Sport and Malcolm Wilson and all the team around you, because uh, you know things have moved on dramatically over the years, and you've had a lot of success along the way, haven't you? Yeah, we have, but it's, um, it's it's down to the people. At the end of the day, I've got a, you know, I've pride myself in the fact that we've just got such a great uh, a great team of people. Because uh, I certainly couldn't do it uh, on my own. That's for sure. Um, and uh, that's really it's it's those people that have given us the the success that we've had. I know it may sound like a strange question, but being a family business, right, which is what you are. Do you think that makes the difference? Um, I think, you know, if you speak with any drivers, I mean, the great thing is that wherever I go and see any uh, drivers that used to work for us, we, we've we've still got that incredible amount of respect for each other. And I think people enjoy working in a... I mean, we're classed as... I think everybody knows we're classed as a, as a family in the rally world and... Uh, probably not so much in the racing, but certainly uh, we try to uh, do the same thing in the racing side and try to create that family atmosphere um, that you know that everybody plays a, a vital role in in the success that uh, that we get. And obviously Elaine and likewise Matthew, very much part of that uh, that business profile as well. Y- yeah. Um, very, very much so. Uh, you know, I mean, Elaine did a great job the other night. We had all the, the Bentley drivers for dinner, and just again trying to create that family atmosphere, create that that spirit that we need to. Because it's you know it's a difficult season. It's difficult for everybody, but uh, and we need everybody to be given 100% and and working together is the important thing. If there's you know if you, a situation where somebody's working against each other, then it's always going to be difficult. And that I think hopefully that's part of the secret of our success. You have broad shoulders, don't you? You have to have. <laughs> because there are difficult decisions to make at times. and uh, But, yeah, that's business. They count for an awful lot, don't they? Yeah, that is business. Absolutely. Can I just pass on very best wishes to you, to Elaine and to Matthew and all of the team uh, around you at M Sport and obviously wish you all the very best for 2020 and uh, let's, uh, as it were, bring home the bacon. Shall we say that? Let's hope so. It'll not be easy, but um, we'll, we'll still be in there fighting and that's the main thing. Absolutely fantastic. That's lovely. Bless you.